This episode of Stuck in the 80s has been brought to you by... Hey, you scratched my ankle! <laughs> the 80s Cruise. Find out more at the80scruise.com. Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the advice. Carpe diem. Seize the day. The comebacks. Why didn't you take a picture of the last longer? <laughs> and the technology. Are you telling me you built a time machine? What about DeLorean? Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears, and today we dive back into the tedium of 80s news now. With me as always, my future couples massage partner on the 80s cruise, it's Brad in LA. Steve, you, you did spring for the hot stone option, right? Uh, there will be stones, and they will be hot. Oh, baby, you're talking my language. Just make sure you bring the robes. Robes, Spearsy, where we're going, we don't need any robes. No, we're not homosexual, but we are willing to learn. Yeah, would they send us someplace special? So, <laughs> so as we sit here and record this, we are two weeks and a day away from the start of the 80s cruise. Yep, I get on an airplane two weeks from today. Six bucks in my right nut says we're not landing in Chicago. I have, that gives me two weeks from right now to clean the lair. Get rid of all the dead bodies in the closet. I will need all two weeks to do this. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so two weeks away. I mean, we're kind of freaking out. I mean, I don't know about Yeah, I, yeah I'm, it's, it's something we've been talking about for a year and a half now, it feels like. And I think it has been. It's pretty, pretty close to, I think, a year and four months. I went today to Party City uh, to find some, like, little boot, boot. <laughs> yeah, some knickknacks. Party City, worst name for a store ever. <laughs> <laughs> there's no party and there's no city. Yeah, there was no party and there was no city. There's just a lot of crying kids. Tedium asking, Village. Just kids asking for balloons. It's basically, uh, balloons. balloon town. Do you have yeah. that? Do you have that out in LA? Party we do city? have a party city. Yeah, there's one not too far from here. Yeah, yeah, and it's about two miles from the lair. And um, so I went there because I, th- I, re- I remembered in my mind that they had a section for '80s decorations. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm glad to hear that, but that seems kind of weird. Well, they have one. They have one for fifties, sixties, seventies, nineties. So they, ha- they, they have nineties. Yeah, it's more. Is there nineties like, nostalgia? <laughs> I thought we killed the stuck in the nineties guys in that that uh, fight we had behind the bar in Vegas that one time. Frick killed a guy. Did you throw a trident? Yeah, there were horses and a man on fire, and I killed a guy with a trident. <laughs> the um. So what I picked up was uh some, like. Real crazy angular sunglasses, the kind that Molly Ringwald wears in Pretty in Pink, you know, nice. when she's in the store. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Andrew McCarthy walks in, and I picked up um, a party pack of like room decorations because I figure I'm going to decorate the room, you know, with 80s posters and stuff like that. Hopefully, the, the Maritime 80s. Yeah. The Maritime Spears Lair. Right. And uh, what else did I get? Oh, I got we're, people who aren't going to cruise probably don't know this, but. There's all these little Facebook groups that have popped up for the 80s cruise, and one of them that's really active 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, do you people have jobs? <laughs> it's called the, the 80s Cruise Meet and Greet. And a new post appears there like every 30 seconds. Yeah. Around I, the clock. <laughs> you think we talk about this a lot? Oh my lord. We don't talk about it at all compared to the people on the 80s Meet and Greet Facebook page. But they've, they've, they've cooked up a plan where there's supposed to be a meet and greet for the 80s meet and greet group. I think it's the day that we get on board, and we're supposed to recognize each other because we're all supposed to wear pink beads. <laughs> you betcha. Em. So originally, I got to admit, uh, Mardi about, Gras beads. Mardi Gras. <laughs> yeah, beads. Mardi Gras beads. Don't get weird. When you when you first heard the idea for the '80s meet and greet pink beads, what was your reaction? I'm like, really? Uh, but, you know, that's my antisocial tendencies coming out. I'm like, oh, and no. mine too. Mine too. And so it took me a while to warm to the idea. Well, and, and then you you kind of you 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 brought me around. You're like, look, Brad, we gotta go and we gotta go meet these people. This is you know, it's our job. Are, this, that's exactly what we're there for. Exactly. Yeah, there's there's a lot more work to this cruise. Uh, it's not just a good idea. <laughs> we'll talk more about it after the break. Um, but we we have more things to more news to share about the Ace Cruise, and and of course, um, the important thing to know is that we will be podcasting from the boat, or that is our plan anyway, unless our our uh, materials get uh, confiscated at the port. We will be trying to to record and post our shows from the high seas. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be something, okay? <laughs> well, that, yeah, it, it might only be good radio, but it's going to be fun. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It'll be some kind of radio. <laughs> In the meantime, uh, we need to wrap up a few things before we head to Fort Lauderdale. So let's get started with some eighties news now. Let me tell you a story. About a little fat boy that nobody loved, and that all the other kids they used to make fun of him, and they would pick on him, and they, and they, and then they used to say that he talks funny and stuff, and he had a, and he had a twin brother, and everybody and, and, and everybody said they didn't like anything like his twin brother, but but he wanted to. Hank, were you the little fat boy? No, no, but but I just like to beat him up. You know, I grab my go, why are you so fat? Why are you so fat? And I beat the shit out of him. <laughs> hey, folks, you remember One Crazy Summer? Well, uh, we here at 80s Nation absolutely adore the director of that movie, uh, Savage Steve Holland. But we kind of agree that one summer was enough. So imagine the horror we saw when we saw a recent interview with Savage Steve Holland where he admits that he is penning a sequel to One Crazy Summer and the name... One epic fall. Personally, I think one of those letters is wrong. I'm thinking one epic fail is more likely. Oh, snap. Brad, what do you think of this idea? Uh, you know, I, I immediately assumed that they were going to reboot it or remake it. I'm like, Well, that's a non-starter. Uh, but a sequel? Hmm, okay, could be interesting. I love the name. I think the name is, is clever. But, you know, now you got to deliver, Steve. By Steve, I mean Savage Steve, not right, right. Spearsy Steve. Because yeah, God knows I never deliver. <laughs> like uh, the postman, you never here, deliver. Here's my problem. I, I didn't like the 1986 movie that much to begin with. And I think the plot of it is, I mean, pedestrian at best. I mean, the Oh, only, yeah. The, the only reason it works is because it has – John Cusack, Demi Moore, Curtis Armstrong, Bobcat Goldthwait, you know Joel Murray. Yeah, it, it's they get their little zingers in, but other than that, I mean, for those who forget, 
One Crazy Summer is about uh, this teenage kid who was trying to get into college on a basketball scholarship, John Cusack, doesn't get in, um, decides to go spend the summer sulking in Nantucket with his friends, <laughs> uh, where he meets a girl, Demi Moore, who uh, is coming to the island to uh, try to save her grandfather's house from greedy developers. It's it's about the most it, yeah that's pedestrian is is kind yeah pedestrian yeah. plotting world but it's funny it has some really funny scenes in it and, oh yeah uh, hey uncle frank dollars so georgie georgie what the hell are you doing in here still at it huh my god would you get out of here what do you think i'm playing games i need to be left alone why don't you just leave me alone every summer he sits there trying to win that radio show every summer he loses a little bit more of his mind why don't they just leave me alone with my dream? So Holland was talking to uh, Fast Company magazine a couple weeks ago, and he admitted that he was, uh, quote-unquote, doodling with Bobcat Gwelthwaite on a semi-sequel to One Crazy Summer. Um, he said, and I quote again, Our lives are just really different, but I still love them, and we say we got to do this thing. Hmm. So... Uh, of course, Holland admits that there's no chance that John Cusack's going to reappear because Cusack is probably still to this day uh, in total hatred of Savage Steve Holland because he thought that Better Off Dead was a was a lousy f- picture. Yeah, I, that's. I mean, we'll never really understand exactly what's behind that unless he decides to say more about it. But which he never yeah, will. which he, of course he won't. Uh, but. Yeah, it's so. a shame. It's a shame. So anyway, it's interesting to think about. I mean, you know. You know, it's been a while since we've seen a style movie like that. Would I would I go see it in the theaters? I don't think it'll ever make it to the theaters. But I would would I rent it on DVD or would you watch it, it on Stars? Yes, yes, I would. <laughs> yeah, yes, I would. Um, anyway, let's move on with the show. Okay, Mr. Bradley, speaking of the summer, your wallet, like mine, is very tight these days. Tight, tight. But the uh, summer is quickly filling up with some great tours by the bands we love. Uh, the Cure, Duran Duran, Hall & Oates, Howard Jones, and OMD, even New Order. Uh, who is on your must-see list, Brad? Well, you know, it's funny. I feel like I've already spent a zillion dollars for tickets this year. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to see The Cure. Uh, Cure is coming to L.A. in May. Um they're playing two nights, maybe three nights, I think, at least two nights at the Hollywood Bowl. And I got shut out on the first day pre-sale, but I got two tickets on the second day. And My son and I are going. Never I've seen them. I'm excited about it. I've never seen them either. They're not coming anywhere near Florida. So I uh, I originally thought about getting tickets to see them in Vegas. Yeah. But okay, so now you're talking – it sold out, obviously, immediately. Yeah, in, in minutes, yeah. So now you're talking about using StubHub, which means I'm going to pay double for the tickets. Now you're right. talking about $400 a ticket. Right. Plus plus, plus flying there, plus someplace to sleep. Plus, so, yeah. So I, I've kind of decided I'm not going to do that. Um, starts to add up. Um, I've also, I, I, I don't know if we discussed this on the podcast. I had tickets to see Duran Duran at the Hollywood Bowl earlier this year. Cameron and I, my son and I, were going to go. And uh, he was sick that night, and I just, we just couldn't do it. Um, Katie was out of town, and it was one of those things like Cameron said to me, you should go. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm going to win Father of the Year and go to a concert and leave you home but sick by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't. But they're coming back through. So we're going to go see that. 
Um, and then the other one, which you didn't mention, uh, Sting and Peter Gabriel are touring this summer. Yeah. And again, this is those are two of my son's favorite uh, 80s acts. So uh, I got a couple tickets to that. Although I think probably for that one, I'm going to send Katie with him because I'm just, I'm not that I'm not that intrigued by the lineup. But I know both of them would really enjoy it. I've I've seen Sting twice, maybe three times, and I've never seen Peter Gabriel. So the only reason I would want to go to is, is for Gabriel, and they're not coming yeah. anywhere near Florida. So yeah, that's not happening. Um, Hollow Notes I've seen probably five times, so I'm not going to go see them again. Uh, <laughs> Gee, Steve. <laughs> maybe uh, uh, maybe I'll send you some new uh, Live Aid Blu-rays or something. Yeah. Uh, Howard Jones I've seen three times now maybe, so I'm not going to go see him with uh, OMD. Although I wouldn't mind seeing OMD to be honest. Um, Pet Shop Boys are touring this summer, aren't they? Oh, you know what? You're probably right. They are because um, they have a new album coming out. I think the beginning of March or April. Yeah, I think it's called Super. Yep. Yeah. And and they, unlike a lot of uh, legacy acts, I guess, are still, I think, putting out. It's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> like legitimate material, like like really yeah. good stuff. Like, yeah. So I think that that might be it. I can tell you, as someone who has seen them once before perform, they are worth seeing live because they. Yeah. They put on a hell of a show, all sorts of crazy stuff on stage and stuff like that. I mean, not not all hokey and stupid like Madonna, yeah. but uh, not to get me on a rant or not anything. To, not shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I don't know. I have tickets to see Duran Duran up in Boston, but that's about it. So yeah, um, I look forward to seeing who else might be uh, announcing soon. I'm hoping someone decides to come through in the fall because – we're going to need some time to recuperate our expenses after the 80s cruise. Yeah, no joke. No joke. Uh, speaking of new material, let's move on. Okay, Spearsy, are you ready for a stunning return to form from one of the absolute icons of the 80s? Rick Springfield's new album, Rocket Science, is out this week. And much to my surprise, I really like what I'm hearing. Um, yeah, you shared the link with me, and I, I, I heard the songs too. I think it's really good stuff. Yeah, the last month they dropped a single. On, there was an interview with Billboard that they had a, a the first single, and that uh, Let Me In is just almost a straight country song and i was like hmm okay you know not really my thing i think i've mentioned this on the podcast before it's you know in western oklahoma that was the music of my oppressor so i didn't (laughs) care for it uh but uh the three songs that are up on his website now uh like this party up down and miss mayhem they have kind of country touches but they're rock and roll songs and they're tight great hooks Springfield sounds fantastic. His voice is as good as ever. Um, I think this is a. I think this is a good. I think this is a, probably a good album uh, based on those three tracks. Um, there must be some sort of thing. He must be going through like a Nashville phase or something. Yeah, actually, he's playing in Nashville tonight. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, he, I think he's there for like three or two or three straight nights. Actually. Yeah, he's touring. I don't know, if you look at his website, he is just what a workhorse. He's got dates all over the country this month. He's playing like a date in. Uh, LA and then a date in Michigan someplace and then back in Palm Springs in California. Have, have you ever crazy. have you ever seen him perform live? Oh yeah, he's fantastic. Here's here's my question because normally I've seen him I think two or three times now and um 
uh, he sometimes he'll sneak in like one new song, like a lot of times yeah. he'll open with a new song, well, and it's the- nothing but hits. So I'm, I'm going to be kind of curious to see what his set list is like for this tour because. I mean, this is a strong album. He's yeah. going to want to work in a few of them. He needs to do some of these songs because they would be great. As good as they are recorded, they should be amazing live because oh, they're yeah. just they're fun songs. They have a lot of energy. Like I said, good hook. Um, so, yeah, those will be good. It's funny you'd say that. The first time I saw them, uh, Katie and I, I don't think we were – now we must have been married. doesn't matter. Katie and I went and saw them at the Orange County Fair and um, – he had a new album out at the time, and he said it was about halfway through his set. He said, okay, guys, I'm going to play something off the new album, so now's a good time to get up and go to the bathroom. And everybody did. <laughs> like the stadium emptied out. That's really funny. <clears throat> so, you know, he has a good sense of humor about it. So low, you never felt so broken. You're dreaming when you try to pretend. But you running your a lot darker than people think he is yeah it's interesting you'd say that uh he was in the the billboard interview he said that this is probably the most positive album he's ever written and he, he said you know he just wanted to change his attitude uh pissing and moaning about something and doomsdaying is not going to help anything i've always been a big one to do that the pissing and the moaning <laughs> so i wanted to have some solutions for once instead of just the moaning well, that's interesting. Yeah. So, you know, now you might actually have to listen to the lyrics, see what he has to say. <laughs> I don't know if I can go that far. Anyway, I really enjoyed the songs, and I'm glad he's back. You know what else I'm glad he's back? <laughs> <laughs> the the Seggies. What's happening, hot stuff? Ah, uh, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for mystery movie moment. Uh, I, I, the only laugh I truly get out of the show anymore is the ham-handed ways I find to, to <laughs> the, the, segue. The forced transition. <laughs> I swear they just come to me like like divine shining, inspiration, sh- shining beacons in front of me. You know, just like oh. Ooh, like a like a port <laughs> like, open on the horizon <laughs> for Tron to head towards. Oh, Tron. God, it's been on cable a lot lately. I know, I know. I've recorded and watched it. The thing that I'd forgotten is how goofy, just straight up goofy Jeff Bridges' character is. That's a big door. (laughs) (laughs) Just so so dippy. I I just, I love that movie. I I thought for sure I would would rewatch it and be like, oh my God, what did I ever see in this? Nope, man, I'm as hooked today as I was. Uh, Yeah, you know, in for a nickel, in for a dime. Yeah, yeah. The whole shebang. Anyway, uh, mystery movie moment. You know the drill. We play a clip from a movie from the 80s. If you can get it right, you're entered into the drawing for the Stuckinese bottle openers. Uh, last week, during our Valentine's Day show, we let Carol Jansen pick the Seggy. So both the movie clip and the song clip this week are chosen by her. Um, and we didn't give it away then, but I'll give it away now. They're both from the same year as the movie we were honoring last week, somewhere in time, so from 1980. Uh, pay attention. Here was the mystery clip. You owe me a year's worth of lunches. That's my bodyguard, which is easily one of the most underrated and unnamed checked movies of the 80s. Yeah, you, 
That's one of those that was on, you know, Cinemax, HBO, whatever, all the time. Right. I guarantee you, if 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 this if if we were currently in the year 1987, we would all recognize that clip. That movie was playing nonstop back then. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we didn't get too many winners because, granted, it was tough. But uh, go ahead and read some names. Uh, winners this week include Tim in Media PA, Kevin Wench, Jonathan Thompson, Tom Let Off Some Steam, Bennett in Austria, and Mike Wally Walters in San Diego. Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. What is the best time of the month for a woman to conceive? A night? If you know it, email us. And I'm going to trip you up here. Email us at steve at sit80s.com. What? Yes. Say it again, Spearsy. Steve at sit80s80s.com. We have a new website now. Steve, did you say Steve at sit80s.com? I said Steve at sit80s.com. I've said it so many times now, I'm starting to doubt it. That's really the email address, right? It is. Okay, okay. Uh, we have been working on building a website. It is live. It is not complete, um, but it is at sit80s.com. Um, what, what? We have a list. The, the most useful thing that's on there right now is – there's a most popular podcast page. And on that page, all the interview shows are listed alphabetically. And I think we have all the movie shows are listed alphabetically. And I think we have like the rock dinosaurs. Yeah, and the horrible hits. Horrible hits. hits one hit wonders. So we have all that. And I know there's other good shows. Um, but at least we've put together like a lot of our series. So yeah. they're they're all there. And so check it out. Let us know what you think. Um, it is still, like I said, a work in progress. Um, we plan to take about a billion photos on the 80s about cruise. And um, we will have all those photos on the website. So you'll see what a good time it was. So you can laugh and laugh at how pasty I am in a oh place my, with trunks. My, I am ridiculously pasty. I mean, I, I – Did someone say pastry? <laughs> pastry. That is my problem right now. Too many pastries, not enough sunlight. So anyway, one last time, Steve at – I can't even say it anymore. I want to say Steve in the 80s at gmail.com. If you want to send it to Steve in the 80s at gmail.com, be my guest. That works just as fine too. <laughs> but, um, but Steve at sit80s.com or Brad at sit80s.com, right? That's correct. Yeah, if, if you want to you know, want to talk smack about Spearsy, just you know, drop feel me a line. Free. Feel free. Drop me I, a line. I deserve it. <laughs> Ah, the mystical refrain of name that 80s tune. Uh, same drill here. Uh, Carol picked a song from 1980. Uh, nobody got it. <laughs> I say tough. that. I say that. Tough. Two people got it. And uh, you're about to find out why. Pay attention. Here's the clip from our last show. That's Dr. Hook. Better love next time. Let me fend off the haters right now. Uh, Carol did admit to me yesterday that this song is actually from 1979. What? (laughs) But nothing is true anymore. It charted in 1980, though. Okay, well, hence the confusion. So, 
we will we'll go to pass. It's de- a tough song. I didn't get it. Yeah, Doctor Hook. I do not think of Doctor Hook as being an '80s act anyway. No, but but but, it, uh, but hey, you know that's what it makes charted it charted. Yeah, <laughs> she's just saving us bottle openers. That's fine by me. <laughs> why would uh, why would Casey Kasem lie to us about something important <laughs> like this? Uh, I would say take a deep breath and read all the winners, but you won't need a deep breath. <laughs> well, here we go anyway. I'll breathe regardless. Uh, winners this week include. Oh, I'm sorry. Winners this week are. Kevin Wench and Rob Jones in the UK. Let's uh, spin the spinning wheel and find out who won the bottle. And the winner is going to be. <laughs> Might as well just be an on off switch. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Mike, Wally Walters in San Diego, you have won the bottle opener. Uh, send us your, your snail mail address and we will get it to you probably after the cruise. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, we'll Unless see. you get it to me quick. Yeah, really kind of, quick. Like today. Which is impossible because we're still recording the show. Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. If you know it, and if you can remember our new email address, uh, email us and let us know. Steve at sit80s.com or Brad at sit80s.com. Or if you're old school, Steve in the 80s or Brad in the 80s at gmail.com. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Cruise back to the 80s on the first ever 80s cruise. That's right, seven days in the most radical party to ever hit the high seas with a totally awesome lineup of artists that define the sound of the decade. Join Huey Lewis and the News, Richard Marks, Starship, Cool and the Gang, A Flock of Seagulls, Modern English, Naked Eyes, Tiffany, Wang Chung, and Jessie's Girl, the ultimate 80s party band, and the original MTV VJs, Nina Blackwood, Mark Goodman, and Alan Hunter. As we cruise to exotic ports of core like Grand Turk, San Juan, St. Thomas, and the private island of Half Moon Key, don't forget to pack your best 80s looks because we're having a prom night, a movie costume party, pajama party, and neon beach party. You can't miss this. Sailing from February 28th through March 6th, 2016. For more information, log on to the80scruise.com or call 844-384-8080. And we're back. We have just a few minutes left. Uh, I think we should fill it by talking about the 80s cruise. Seems, seems proper. Please don't turn off the podcast at this point. We may actually have jokes here. It could be funny. It might be entertaining. The price is right. You got to admit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, here's the big news that that hit us. Like I guess it was about ten days ago. I got a call from the '80s cruise director, uh, Dane, saying, "Hey, Steve, uh, is there anything I can do to help you with the trivia contests?" And I'm like, <laughs> "What trivia contests?" Uh, he said, "Oh, you're you're hosting four trivia contests on a ship." <laughs> Good to know. I'm like, I did not know this. And so there was like some... Well, so Steve says he doesn't know. Steve says he doesn't what? Steve says he doesn't know. But... Anyway, I... Cancel it's... their cabins. <laughs> it's fine. I'll do the trivia. I'm happy to do that. I was yeah, hoping to do this. Yeah, um, I know. I was surprised that they hadn't given us more to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just sad that we only had 10 days to work on it. But that's okay. We'll, we'll we'll make it work. We're professionals. So there's four days on the cruise. I think it's Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And so Brad and I will take to the Billboard Lounge, and we have 20 questions per trivia show. Um, it's gonna be fun because we're gonna have audio and video clips that go with most of them. Yeah. Um, I've written all the questions. Beth and Turkey helped me write. 
uh, at least 15 or 20 of them. Uh, um, so is she uh, academically ineligible then? Oh, shoot. I, I may have just, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Beth. Um, so the interesting one's going to be the final one that we do on Thursday. Modern English will be on stage with us. Ooh, that's That'd right. That'd be kind of weird. So, yeah. so for that show, I've, um, I've, I've geared the questions more towards the British frame of mind. Um, so you've like spelled flavor with a U. Yes. Yeah, we'll, be t- we'll be using the metric system. Nice. Um, That's... Stuff like that. I'll call uh, you governor. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's a Bowie question. There's a question about the young ones. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I haven't looked through them all yet. So, so yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. I, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, to be honest, I was really stressed out for like 15 minutes, and then I kind of fell into this yeah. joyous glow that I realized, oh, my God, we actually get to do this. Yeah, no, I think it's great that, that we've got, you know, some official duties, as it were. Yeah. The only bad thing, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but the way they have, I've, I've seen the I've seen the whole itinerary for the cruise now, and I, trust me, like, there's so much to do, it is, it'll blow your mind. Yeah. Like, right. Any given hour, there's you've got a choice of two or three things to do. And bands play, like, in the afternoon, in the evening, and late night. There's like late night sets by Wang Chung and oh gosh, Modern English. And I'm not going to get any sleep on this boat. Well, you know what? There's not much in the mornings. Oh, so it's okay. It's, it's like it's more like from like noon to four in the morning. It's pretty much a book. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So, um, so and, sleep from four to noon. Yeah, go from noon to four. Got and it. there's nothing scheduled when the ships are actually in port. Oh, when, sure, that makes sense. So that's good too. But um, yeah, I, I'm under I'm under strict secrecy uh, promises that I will not divulge any of the program ahead of time. So okay, I'm well, I'm just kind of giving people an idea. But okay. trust me when I say they have gone <laughs> they've gone around the moon and, and back in programming this cruise out. And um, so I think our trivia are they're like four in the afternoon most of the time. Yeah. And it's a lot. A couple of times we're up against something involving one of the VJs, so that doesn't help us. But I think we'll be okay. Uh, you know, come on, we'll have those guys eating out of the palm of our hand by <laughs> the cruise. So anyway, it'll be fun. I I was at Party City today, and I meant to get because um, uh, I guess we've already kind of admitted now we we're going as the baggage handlers from trading places. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to find those little plastic champagne glasses. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, but I couldn't I might, find them. Well, I might have some actually. I couldn't find them. Look, and then I thought, then I started thinking, man, if I try to bring these, they're going to break in the bag. That's probably true. So it's like, yeah, just let it go. I mean, like a little detail like that. Do you think anyone's going to say, oh, I didn't get it until I saw? Until I saw the plastic cups. Yeah, those people deserve them. I do think we should have bananas though, if we can get those. Absolutely. Well, I'll, you know, we'll just <laughs> hit up the we'll hit up the buffet. Yeah. Just like Eddie Murphy does in Beverly Hills Cop. He read my mind. I need a couple of bananas. How much are they? Well, the buffet plate is twelve fifty. You get peaches, plums, oranges, and bananas. Well, all I need is a couple of bananas. <laughs> it's creepy, isn't it? It is a little creepy. You don't want to be inside my mind. No, me. gosh, wait. Let's let's just let's think about <laughs> something else, please. It's where angels go to die. <laughs> so, what else are you worried about? Like, we're two weeks out. Are you? Is there anything that you're still like? is in flux so you're just kind of still stressing about you know the thing i'm stressing about the most is the amount of luggage like today i need to start pulling stuff out and yeah. just figuring out okay you know do i really need all this you know have you thought much about luggage mr banks 
No, I never really have. It's a central preoccupation of my life. This sounds really strange. I have huge feet. I wear size 13 shoes. So the first thing I worry about is, like, how many pairs of shoes do I need to bring on this? Because that's going to take up half a bag. I, I wear size uh, 13 shoes. Oh. I will be bringing – I'll tell you how many pairs of shoes I'm bringing. I'm bringing um, my Vans. Sure. Which you have a pair as well. I do for formal night. Um, I'm bringing a pair of, uh, like, sandals um, for, like, day daytime. Yeah. And I, I was hoping to kind of get away with just that, but I might bring one more set. I don't know. Yeah. This is this is gripping stuff here. I know. People are like, I really should have turned the damn shit. 80s cruise footwear. <laughs> yeah, but I am, I'm, I'm stressing this, about baggage as well. Our new segment, 80s cruise footwear. Yeah. Not as many downloads as we thought there'd be. I know. It's but, shocking. Uh, uh, these are all the things you guys are going to have to worry about next year because I swear we're, we're bringing more of you next year. Yeah, and we'll have we'll be better informed, so we'll be able yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. expert we'll, advice. Right, exactly. So it'll be fun. Uh, so in the meantime, uh, be prepared. The next show that you hear from us will be from uh, somewhere deep inside the Holland America Eurodam. Yeah, maybe we should. Maybe we'll get a chance to do a quick like pre-departure show from the lair when Katie Ooh, and I get there. I don't know. Just a quick one. <laughs> it's it'd be a phone cast, even though we're in the same room. <laughs> We probably should just to make sure everything's working. Anyway. Yeah. Food for thought. Anyway. Uh, Until then, uh, you know, stay tuned because it's going to be weird. I mean, hijinks on the high seas. Uh, And uh, don't forget to visit our new website. And as always, we'll look for you on the other side where we're hopelessly stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is a Class of 85 production. Please listen responsibly.